I'm so grateful for God and uh, the things that he is doing uh, in our midst. In, uh, you know, you may look around and you may say, well, this world is not what it used to be and it's getting worse and it's getting dark. And, and you're right. Uh, the word of God tells us that the world is getting darker. Uh, but then it says that the kingdom of God is the kingdom of light. And there is no darkness in that light. And so uh, the kingdom of God gets brighter and brighter every day, brighter and brighter. And the more we walk with God and the more we uh, align with his kingdom, his way of doing things, uh, the more we'll see his light in our lives. Amen. And then others will see it too. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We've been talking about being kingdom-minded, and we don't have a lot of time this morning uh, to uh, talk a lot on the subject, but uh, I want to set up where we're going with this uh, next week. Uh, if you've missed any of these messages on uh, being kingdom-minded, you can go on our website. Uh, you can go on YouTube, Facebook, and now you can go to iTunes to our podcast there, and uh, you can listen to the messages there as well. Uh, if you subscribe, you'll be able to get the most current message each time. And so uh, I don't have a lot of time to review, but I do want to say this because I think this is very important uh, that we understand this. Uh, uh, when you said yes to Jesus and you received him as your Savior, you received a brand new spirit. Your spirit, the real you, the real you, you're a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. Miss Joan, every time she would go down with the kids, what did she teach them? You are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. We should teach our kids this uh, because then they won't struggle like we do. <laughs> Right? They won't struggle. Uh, and so uh, we live in a body. But the real us is inside of us. We're a spirit. And uh, that spirit, when you said yes to Jesus, was recreated. It was made new. You got a spiritual makeover on the inside. Hallelujah. Uh, and that's why they call it the new birth or being born again, you know, which seems kind of strange to say that. But that's why it's called the new birth, because your spirit is brand new. And so uh, it's the spirit realm is very real. It's the unseen realm, but that doesn't make it unreal. It's very real. And so the spirit realm uh, is where we originated from. And so our spirit was recreated, but our mind and our body remains the same. We said this a couple weeks ago. We were left with the same body. I wasn't taller after I received Jesus, unfortunately. Same height. And so, uh, and my mind was left the same. But my spirit was made new. My spirit was recreated. And God took care of the most important part of me. And, but then we have the work to renew our minds. Now, let me just say this. This is not to um, renew our minds so we could become more righteous. That's not what this is about. We already are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You'll no more, you won't be any more righteous when you get to heaven than you are right now. You, Jesus was made unto you righteousness. 
So when we say renew our minds, it's not so we could be more righteous and do more good things. That's not what we're talking about. We renew our mind because the enemy likes to attack the mind. That's the arena that the enemy, you hear all of the disorders, the mental disorders. The enemy is fighting strong against the minds of our young people and our adults. And that's the area he attacks first, and then you see it in the body. It cripples the body. And so that is why we talk about renewing our mind so that way our spirit, first when we read the word of God, our spirit becomes strong and it develops so that way it could lead us. And so we're not led by this body, this flesh that always opposes God. And so he's given us, if God was going to do the work of renewing our mind and our bodies and, and fixing up our bodies so they're presented to him and we don't do anything wrong, he would have already done it. He would have already done it because he doesn't do things halfway. He completes his work. And so he has equipped you, though, with the tools, the word of God. That's how we renew our minds. He's equipped us with that, with ability to, to read, you know, and to get in the word of God and to present our bodies to him. Amen. And so we renew our minds with his word. And as we do, we strengthen and develop our spirit. The word of God, the Bible, when I say the word of God, the Bible is nourishment to our spirit, just as food is nourishment to our bodies. When our spirit is strong, we'll be able to do what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 9, 27. He says to keep the body under subjection to our spirit. Our body should submit to our spirit. And we'll keep our flesh, or this body, from dominating our lives. We'll be able to also do what Paul said in Romans chapter 12 and verse 1. He said to present our bodies to God. Every day we present our bodies to God. Our spirit always agrees, always agrees with what God says. Always. Your spirit, the real you, is in agreement with what God says. Always in agreement. Hallelujah. But the body, <laughs> the flesh, the mind, this is the part where uh, the, the flesh is naturally opposed to doing what God wants us to do because of sin. Remember our little friends, Adam and Eve. Not just a story in the Bible. We were all affected by Adam and Eve. All of them. If you'll remember, they were deceived, and they, then they disobeyed. And their sin, because they did that, caused us to be spiritually separated from God. They turned the authority that God had given them when he said, uh, I give you authority, you know, uh, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it. He gave them authority. They turned around and handed it over to the devil. And so now that is why you and I deal with the things that we deal with on this earth which are not good. Because it's an earth-cursed system because of sin. Well, why doesn't God just do something about it? He's all-powerful. And if he loves us, he can. 
The answer to that question is he's done it. He's already done it. Here's what he did. He sent another representative because Adam was the first one who represented us, and he didn't get it right. So God, in his kindness, in his love, in his mercy, sent a second representative. He got it right. He corrected, Jesus corrected everything that Adam messed up. Hallelujah. And so he sent him to the earth, and he came to fix what Adam did. He died to take away the sins of the world. God loved us so much that Jesus came to make things right. He sent him to do that. But here's the thing. Pure and genuine love doesn't force its way on anyone. Love offers you a choice. It has to. Pure love offers you a choice. And so you can choose to receive what Jesus offers you, or you can choose to continue living the way you want. He gives us a choice. So if we continue living without Jesus, we'll continue living opposed to him, and we'll reap the consequences of this earth curse system. One major thing that is affected in this is our destiny. Where your spirit goes when you take your last breath on this earth. That's one of the things that's affected. Now, I always hear people say, why do bad things happen to good people? And that's not the question to ask because bad things happen to bad people too. It's just, why do bad things happen? That's the question to ask. Why do bad things happen? We just answered that question. Good or bad? Good or bad, doesn't matter if you're good or bad. Bad things happen because we live in an earth curse system. And there's a devil. There's evil. If you don't believe there's a hell and a devil and evil, look around. <laughs> look around. Look at the stuff going on around us today. There's a hell. There's a devil. And just as there is that, there is also a God and there's a heaven. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. And so that's why God gives you, when you receive him, a recreated spirit. Hallelujah. He takes care of the most important part of you. And now your spirit has his nature, his desires. And when you take your last breath here on this earth, your destination becomes heaven. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You are no longer headed to hell where you once was headed before you received him. And see, our minds don't fully understand this, but it doesn't mean that it's not true. I don't fully understand the law of gravity, but I can tell you that if I get on this platform, I walk to the edge, I take a step, I'm going down. I'm not going up. I haven't learned to fly. Thermodynamics, is that how the flight stuff happens? I don't know anything about that either. But I do know that the law of gravity works, and I don't test that law. <laughs> I don't test it to find out, is it working a day? It works every day. And so just because I don't understand it doesn't mean it doesn't work. 
Think of an electrical outlet. There's current flowing through that electrical outlet if it's working. If it's, everything's good, it's working. There's a current coming through that consistently, constantly. But if I don't need it, I don't even think about it. But when my phone needs a charging, I'm going to plug it in, and I'm going to enjoy the electricity because it's going to plug my phone in so I can stay connected, you know, <laughs> so I can tweet. And so I need to ensure that, you know, that's not, but I don't need to know about electricity. I don't need to know about that. And just because I don't walk by and every time I walk by, it goes and reminds me. It's, it doesn't do that. It's working because it always works. I don't need to understand how it works. Well, it's the same thing with salvation. It's the same thing with all of this that we're talking about. Your mind won't understand it, especially if it's not renewed. But it doesn't mean it's not true. Doesn't mean it's not true. Hallelujah. And so the redemptive work of Jesus, my natural mind, is, 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 won't always understand it, but my spirit says, uh-huh, yes. I agree with what the Bible says, and I receive it. See, everything God offers us must be received by faith. Faith believes, and then it says what it believes. That's why it says in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, in the New Living, Ivan, if you want to put that up, Romans 10, verse 9 and 10, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Hallelujah. So this is how we receive what Jesus did for us and what he offers us, eternal and abundant life. This is how we change our destiny from hell to heaven. He's called us out from darkness into light. And because he loves us so much, he's given us a choice. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19 and 20. Deuteronomy 30, verse 19 and 20, in the Amplified Classic, it says, I call heaven and earth to witness this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, the blessings and the curses. Therefore, he tells us, hey, guys, choose life <laughs> that you and your descendants, it says children, 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 children's children, may live and may love the Lord your God. Hallelujah. Obey his voice and cling to him, for he is your life and the length of your days that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to give you your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The choice is ours. He has taken the 99 steps, and we just have to take one, just one, towards him. Once we receive him, we then get into his word, the Bible, to find out what else he's offered us. As we get into the Bible daily, our spirit gets stronger and it develops and we get to know him and the joy, the peace, the healing, the strength, and more that he offers us. And we'll step into the flow of those things. Again, just because that current is going, 
I don't always need that flow. But when I need it, I could plug in and receive it. Well, the flow of peace and joy and healing and salvation and everything he offers us is there for us. It's flowing. I need to step into the flow and receive it. That's, that's how I do that, by renewing my mind. Hallelujah. If I want to know about finances, maybe I want to pay off all my debt. You know, I want to get out of debt. Or maybe I want to invest properly. Maybe I want to have a passive income. You know, whatever it is, start a business, do something. Who do I need to talk to to do that? An expert. I need to go to someone who knows, maybe a financial advisor, maybe someone who has a successful business, uh, you know, maybe someone who helps people get out of debt. I have to go to the expert. Well, the word of God, God is the expert for all things concerning him. And so that's why we say read the Bible every day, because then I can know what his word says. I go to the expert always, not just when I'm in trouble and I really need him. If I want to save money and I haven't been doing that, well, then I need to go to someone who can show me this is what you do to do that. I don't wait till, you know, okay, now I, I really need it. Go now. Go when you can now. Don't wait. So go to the word of God before trouble comes, and it will help you when you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. And so I can meet with the most, you know, this is why we have the church. This is one reason we're all here is because we receive the word of God in church. It's one way we do it. We also have our private time at home where we read the word. Well, I can meet with the most knowledgeable financial advisor, planner, the best of the best in the business. But if I don't do what he tells me to do, I'm not going to get any results from that meeting. None. 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 I won't, I won't reap anything. I certainly won't reach my goals because doing the same thing and expecting different results, that is the definition of insanity. <laughs> and so if I'm going to sit and take his time and my time, I might as well do what he says so I can get some benefit, especially if I'm paying the guy or the girl. <laughs> I want to get my money's worth. It's not enough getting your money's worth sitting in front of them. You ain't getting your money's worth now. I want results. And they ain't going to do it for me. I'm talking all kinds of great English today. They're not going to do it for me. They don't hold your hand and say, here you go. Let me save the money. Give me the money. I'll save it for you. You let me know. when you. They don't do that. They show you how to put it in an account. They show you how to invest. They show you how to start your business. They don't do it for you. I just did a boot camp on, uh, you know, uh, e-business, e you know, and uh, they don't do it for you, but they expect you to do it. They're like, uh, what did you do today? I'm like, what? We just did the class. And they're like, nope, you got to be doing the thing. You do the work while we're doing the class. You know, who's your target audience? I don't know. Well, you need to figure it out. And so they'll give you pointers, but they're not doing the work for you. And I paid good money, so I better do the work. Well, that's like the word of God. You're sitting down, you're reading every day. You might as well do it. Do it. 
do what it says because that's where when you get the results. I can listen to, to DVD, CDs, whatever we do now, MP3s. I can listen to YouTube, whatever we do now. I can listen to all of that. I can watch it. I can go to church every week. I can go to meetings that come up. I can do all that. But if I don't do what the Word of God says, I will have zero results. I minus will not even try. Don't even do it. Don't even do it. Because, and it's, it's our job to do that. God took care of everything, but he wants us to do this part. This is the work we have to do. It's not about, again, trying to be more righteous. No, it's about aligning to the kingdom of God and his ways. Our body, our natural body doesn't want to do that. It opposes God. It doesn't want to. So you have to make your body do it. I don't want to get up at 5 in the morning and read. It's cold right now. I get my electric blanket and do it anyway. It's not at 5 anymore. I can get up a little later now. But, uh, you know, I don't want to. My body, my flesh goes, no, get another hour of sleep. My goodness. But I do it anyway. Why? Because it's a priority. My spirit cries out and longs to, to know more of God because I know that if I know more of him and I find out what his plan is for me fully, I can have and enjoy this abundant life that he's offered me. Glory to God. And so a strong spirit will help us keep our mind in agreement with our spirit so we can please God. So we could please God and do the things he planned out for us to do. The enemy, the devil, likes to keep us, like we said, in this mental arena. This is where we reason and doubt what God said is true. He likes to get us to question the integrity of the Bible and whether or not it really is relevant. Well, maybe he didn't really mean what he said. Well, he did the same thing to our friends in the garden. That's how he operates. He'll suggest something to you. He'll make a suggestion. And like he did with Eve, did God really say? He said what God said. He said what God said to her. But then he twisted it. And he deceived her. Deception. And he's still doing that today. That's the power that he has today. The only power he has is deceive, to deceive somebody. And so he used God's word. And you'll, you'll see that in Genesis 3 that you'll see if you want to go and read that. He, he had Eve question God's reason for saying uh, what he said. And then Adam came along and made agreement with her and they ate the fruit, which some say is an apple. So we'll, whatever, uh, some fruit. And so uh, the devil doesn't have any new tricks, none. He will suggest these negative thoughts to you and an unrenewed mind will accept them and begin to turn them over in their thought life. They'll just start turning it over. They'll start entertaining those thoughts until they become a part of the thought life. And if you are speaking doubt, uh, it's because you are entertaining thoughts of doubt. Uh, if you are speaking uh, words of uh, doubt and unbelief and all of that, it's because you're entertaining those thoughts. You're not casting those thoughts down like the Bible tells us to do. Hallelujah. It's because uh, we're spending time thinking about those things that leads us there. 
it leads us there. Same goes for faith and the word of God. If we're speaking faith and the word of God, it's because you're entertaining thoughts of faith and the word of God. Amen? Glory to God. Thoughts will come to all of us. They come to all of us. But we have the ability to strengthen our spirit and renew our mind with the word of God so our mind will agree with our spirit. And then our body, this flesh, will follow. It will follow. So I'm not saying that when Jesus comes into our life that everything, uh, we'll never have another problem. That's not what I'm saying. I'd be lying if I told you that. What I'm saying that when you do receive him, you position yourself to receive everything that he offers you. Jesus won the victory over the devil. This is the part we'll be talking about next week. Uh, he won the victory. And I'm going to give you such a great example of this that I saw for the first time, even though I've read the story over and over. But what it looks like when an army, because here's the thing, the devil is a defeated opponent. We face a defeated opponent. I'm going to show you what it looks like when an army goes out to fight against a defeated army. Amen. Amen. So when hard times come, and they will, we have a resource and an expert we can go to. Amen. He's the source of all victory and strength, peace, financial provision, miracles, healing, deliverance, everything, salvation, wisdom, all of it. You fill in the blank. What is it that you need? He's the source of it. Amen. And if we'll do what he shows us to do, we'll get through those hard times. We'll get through those hard times. Because, again, the enemy is a defeated foe. You enable him, though, in your life. And it starts with here in this mind. That's why it's so important, and that's why we're talking about renewing our mind. Because that is the place where he will try to attack first. If he can get you there, he'll get you. And he has no power, but he seems so powerful when he gets in. It seems like he is, but he's not. And so if we'll start reasoning and questioning, that's when we'll fall prey. Because we're kind of being ignorant to his strategies. But thank God, it says that we don't have to be. Paul said, I'm content. He was in prison, in the worst prison ever. And he said, I'm content. You're not content because you're in prison. <laughs> you're content while you're in prison. Got it? Not because I'm having these problems. Oh, I'm content because I got all these problems. Thank you, Lord, for all these problems. No, no, that's not what we're saying. It's not while you're in the trouble that you're, it's while you're in trouble, not because of it. You know what I mean? It's, it's because, okay, I know what God can do. I know that he's powerful. So, I'm, so instead of rehearsing in our minds how bad and ever play out worst case scenario, anybody? Mm -hmm. uh, when things happen that are bad, we play out. The, our, that's ex immediately where an unrenewed mind in that area will go. We'll go to worst case scenario. And we'll start entertaining. No, the Bible tells us not to do that. The Bible says, cast that down. Don't even question. Don't even question. 
And so uh, Psalm 46, 1 to 3, here's a good scripture for you if you're having issues with trouble coming. It says, Psalm 46, 1 to 3 in the New Living, God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. We saw some weather stuff happening this week. Let the oceans roar and foam. Let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. Now, we're not content about that. And, you know, <laughs> we're not content that, you know, this is happening. We're content, though, and we know that God is our refuge and our strength. And he's got me out of this situation once. And you know what? He'll do it again. He's an expert. He's a source. If I'll stay with him, he says, you'll walk through the waters and you'll not drown. You'll go through the fire, and you'll not be burned. You'll not be consumed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He was with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fire. Amen. They didn't ask for deliverance from the fire. He went in with them. He went in with them. Sometimes the mountain just doesn't move <laughs> right away, and so we get all, ah, you know, looking at that big thing. But you know what? Look at it from God's perspective. Come up higher. When you set your affection and your minds on things above, then you're higher than that mountain. That mountain looks small. Amen. That mountain looks small. So trouble will come in this world because the devil is still roaming about here on the earth deceiving people. That's all he can do. And attempt to deceive. And deception is a powerful tool. Because those who are ignorant of his strategy don't realize that they're being deceived. We can clearly see it, those around us, right? They're deceived. <laughs> You're deceived. And they're like, what? No. You know, I don't know what that's about. And so uh, people, deception is, is, is very real. But thank God that uh, Jesus said in John chapter 16 and verse 33, we'll close with this. It says, in the world you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. This is in the Amplified. But be of good cheer, take courage, be confident, certain, undaunted, for I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. See, I need to get in the word to find out more about this. And to renew my mind to his victory in life. The victory that he bought and paid for. So I can walk in the victory that he won for me. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Kev, can you come real quick and just play for me? We're going to get ready to close. You know, it's so important that we do this mind renewal thing. Because if not, there's so much that we leave on the table. He's offered us, Jesus has offered us so much, but our minds will talk us out of it if it's unrenewed. Your mind will talk you out of it if your mind is unrenewed. Oh, no, mm -mm. I wasn't good enough for that. I, I'm, I've not been good. I've not been good, so he's, he's going to withhold that from me. You know, I, I've not done the right thing. I have a past. I, I haven't done the right thing, and I'm not smart enough. I'm not educated enough. No, no. None of that matters to God. He is not concerned with any of those things. He loves you. And he's made a way for you to come to him, to be free from anything that you may be struggling with, to be free. And the first step to do that is to receive him. 
He said, as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Hallelujah. Daughters of God. Children of God. And so we rejoice in the fact that we can be children of God. Amen. And so this morning, I just want to take a minute. I want to make sure that everybody here, you can close your eyes if you would this morning. I just want to make sure that every single person here knows your status. You know where you are right now in your walk with the Lord, in your journey with the Lord. You know that if you were to take your last dying breath today, that your destiny is heaven. You're not afraid. Not afraid of hell because you've been delivered from hell. Jesus went there so you don't have to. And then he was raised to life and seated you with him. Now you can activate that in your life by doing what Romans said, believing and saying. And so we're going to do that this morning. Hallelujah. So I want you to say this after me. Say, God in heaven, I believe that Jesus is your son. That he died on the cross for the forgiveness of my sins. Jesus, I believe in you. I believe that you died on the cross for me. Forgive me of my sins, my failures. Forgive me for them. I receive you right now, and I am a child of God. I am going to heaven. I renounce every work of the devil. I no longer serve him. I'm no longer bound by him. But I am free. I am free. I am free. I believe I am free. I believe I'm going to heaven. I believe. I am healed in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for your work in us. Come on and stand with me this morning. Thank him for his work in you this morning. Father, we thank you. We thank you for what you're doing. We align our minds and our hearts, our will with your word, Father. Just as you and God are one, you and your word are one, we want to be one with your word. And I thank you that as we get into your word, we are doers and we see results. We see results every time. We see results every time. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Oh, we thank you. Just praise him for a minute. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Oh, we 